0: This is another digital citizen. Five years ago. Five K. Five to the
1: first
2: Welcome, citizen.
1: Pew, 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 pew!
3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Digital Citizen. Now with more pew's in the uh, intro. My name is Fro, I'm from Norway. Uh, If you're new here, welcome! Pew, pew! With me, I have Luke. Hey, Luke. Pew, pew!
2: Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. At least your sound effects work better than my sound effects last week, which did not work out at all. So,
3: The least no nosy- chair in the whole fucking universe.
2: We just we start turning into like some morning AM uh, talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in the door.
1: <noise. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Throw in the loop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nine point
3: six um your local radio today with the news. Hey Charlie, you're in the helicopter.
2: Yes, the weather is good. Yes, that was Charlie in the helicopter. Yep. Charlie he's yep. over the top of uh, DC right now, uh checking the traffic uh, near the mall. Mueller report uh, uh, hearing. Oh wait, that's happening. The Mueller report hearing is happening right now as we are doing this podcast.
3: Yes, more more fresh news than this. You can not look uh, very far from uh, Robert Mueller says Donald Trump could be charged when he leaves office.
2: We should mention so, that this is this this story could be this is during the the testimony. So we there's yeah. probably an hour left or so because they were an hour into uh, the second testimony, uh, not the one that was in front of the committee for the Russia investigation. The first one was in the House Judiciary Committee, committee which we're going to talk about here. But uh, things could change, I guess. More information could come out. But I doubt it because, uh, like Fro sent me an article, uh, Mueller was told by the Justice Department that he could not, speak outside of anything that was already in the report which we've read
3: yeah so we know exactly the same as everybody else
2: well we know everything that's going to be said because it's already been written down and we listened to it from an audiobook from audible so if you want to go to audible.com forward slash another digital citizen you can get a free book there and
3: uh, if you don't uh, uh, want a free book, why don't you share the podcast? You know that sharing is caring. You love your friends? Yes, you have friends. If you don't have friends? Oh, tell your colleagues then. Tell your mom, dad, uncle, dog, cat. Make them listen to our podcast.
2: God damn it. Fish really love this podcast, by the way. But um, yes. yeah, so what did you see of this Mueller report this morning from?
3: Uh, yeah, I saw uh, um, the beginning of it, uh, when he was talking to the congress people. He um, didn't really, he sound like an old fart. And uh, I'm saying that with all uh, sincerity and all uh, respect in my uh, voice. He is pretty, pretty smart, uh, but he's very, very slow and methodical about the way he speaks. Yes, very like this.
2: Sure, but I mean, did anything come out in this that made you go, oh, I didn't know that, or anything like that? That's what we want. No, not what you not think better. about Ro- Robert Mueller, which, who cares? Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Not really. Right. Uh, did you? How much of the second part did you see? Because that's the interesting part. Is the stuff that's going on right now that we're not watching. Is the Russia investigation? But like we've said, uh, he's been told not to go outside of anything that was in the report. So if you read the report, uh, you would have are you already know what's going to be said. Right. If anything, uh... it's going to sway people who haven't read the report and make them think things that aren't in the report because people are asking questions to try to uh, manipulate the situation to uh, make it seem like things happened one way or another, whether it's from the Democrat or Republican side.
3: Yeah, Uh, I'm reading a tweet from Peter Barker that is quoted in this uh, from Huffington Post where we're reading this. Miller clarifies that he's not uh, sh- saying that he didn't charge Trump with objection of justice because of the AOC uh, opinion bearing indictment of sitting president. He's saying that it preluded him from making a decision on whatever Trump should be charged.
2: Actually, that this is already out of date because this was – obviously, they made this article at the end of the Judiciary Committee hearing uh, – at the very, the very first thing Mueller said when they went into the second hearing, the second uh, hearing, well, I guess the first thing he said because he had his opening statement. The first thing Mueller said was that uh, this was incorrect and that the news was reporting that. That's the thing that everybody on the news. I was watching CBS, but also CNN was saying the same thing that this was yeah. a change from what was in the report. And then he came back at for the, uh, whatever the Russia. Uh, committee, uh, and his first thing he said was, uh, the OLC didn't, opinion had nothing to do with whether or not I was going to charge him with obstruction, because uh, because I, we never went down that line of questioning. It was never even considered, so we never would have had to ask them. That's what he said. Oh. Uh, Right, like I said, this is an ongoing thing, so if we get anything wrong here, or you're hearing us and going, that's not true, it could have changed by the time we get done with this podcast, so. Uh,
3: Something else that I think probably will change pretty fast is that Boris Johnson wins uh, the race to be the Tory leader and Prime Minister of uh, England, or The UK, uh, right?
2: Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, the UK.
3: Yes, uh, United Kingston. Uh, <laughs> right. As, uh, <laughs> as uh, someone tweeted uh, called uh, Ivana Trump, Ivanka. Uh, congret- yeah. Ivanka. Sorry, I uh, said congratulations for at Boris Johnson uh, on becoming the next Prime Minister of United Kingston. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is it? Is that like England is my city from Teen Ten? You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she pulled a Crompton. So, That's what we call that pulling a Crompton. United Kingston, <laughs> United Kofi Kingston. I love that place. Um, yeah. it... <coughs> right. Boris Johnson yeah. wins the race to be the Tory, Tory leader. Uh, yep. it says here he beat uh, Jeremy Hunt comfortably, winning nine thousand, ninety-two thousand. Uh. Votes basically to his rivals forty six point six thousand. So yeah, so all, all over the double. Yeah, yeah or, right around double the amount of votes. Yeah. Uh, the former London mayor takes over for Theresa May today on Wednesday. Yep. Yep. Uh, he <coughs> said he would deliver Brexit, Brexit, and unite the country uh, to defeat Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah, that's their big thing. Yeah. Is they're worried more... It seems like they're more worried about Jeremy Corbyn than anything else. Uh, when we listen to the debates, I would say, how much of the debates... I watched three of them. You probably watched more. But of the debates mm-hmm. that you watched, what percentage of the questions and talking points were Brexit and what were any other policies? Just a random percentage that you would, you know. Uh, I think 80% was Brexit. I, that's what I was thinking. Somewhere around 80%, maybe even 85 yeah. Uh, yeah, even more.
3: Yeah, and so, maybe maybe yeah. 80, eighty-five, and and five percent was Jeff, uh, definitely Jeremy Corbyn.
2: They talked. Oh yeah, it's ta- either talking about him or uh, questions about some of his policies or something like that. Yeah, right. So that those are the two big things that the Tories care about: is either or Brexit and uh, Jeremy Corbyn. So yeah. Hmm uh okay and um, now you
3: and me are going to play a game it's called how long is go- uh, Boris johnson
2: going to be prime minister right uh how long I already saw something about um it was even Tories it was it wasn't another party it was there were Tories that had had a plan to try to oust him uh somehow using the queen somehow the queen yeah. could have the ability to, if she saw him as um a force that could hurt the country, she apparently has the ability to somehow take over his position, mm-hmm. or something like that? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I'm not really she sure of the exact uh, legalities, but I was reading an article about it. Right.
3: I'm, I'm not British, so we'll, I know absolutely nothing about this. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, but uh, how long is it going to be Prime Minister? Guess.
2: Um see it, you would think that they somebody would want to get him out by October 1st or 31st I mean right or before that but i don't i don't my guess is will, he'll, my guess I, is he'll be gone at the end of the year uh December my, my December 1st guess. is my my thought yeah
3: i think i think you're uh, 110% correct I think December at the beginning of December as well, because my prediction is uh, there's not going to be a bre- Brexit at the thirty first of October. And uh, yeah, you can write that down, everyone. Frodo Damas says there's not going to be a Brexit at the thirty first of October. Uh, yeah, I doubt. I doubt that uh, very much.
2: It yeah. he's saying he no, has no problems with a no no deal Brexit, so that could happen, I suppose. But can that be blocked? Are there ways to block mm, it? Yeah. I bet there are, and yeah. uh, I'm sure yeah. they're going to happen, and that would cause it to be delayed again for the millionth time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and if he if he doesn't get it passed when he said he was going to get pa- get it passed, which is, basically his whole platform was like, there's no other time except for October thirty first. Uh, and that, Jer- Jeremy Hunt's was the opposite, saying, We can't just like, stick to this one thing, otherwise, we're going to get screwed and we're not going to be trusted anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that they are any, any more than they are now, I guess, but. Right. I see him not being trusted after the 31st and then even his own party turning on him and then trying to bring somebody else in.
3: Yep. I totally agree. Uh, I think. Uh, I think. Strangely enough, there will be a general election, uh, and the Brexit party will do amazingly, and we will have our new prime minister of England called Nigel Farage. That would be
1: a nightmare.
3: uh, Yeah, that is my prediction, and I'm sticking with it.
2: Uh, (laughs) the, The problem with that whole theory is you'd have to have a general election. That's hard to predict whether that would happen or not. Well, well, well the thing is, because
3: uh, um, uh, I know some about rules in, in Britain, and the thing is, uh, the only way to uh, get uh, a no deal over in, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in uh, the cabinet... Is to close the whole fucking thing and say, "Hey, I'm going to do this anyway." You have absolutely nothing to 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 say uh, about that, but you can't do that without, as I understand, without calling out a new election date. So you can't like close the cabinet and say, uh, "Oh, I'm not going to listen to anybody in my government," without saying. Oh, I will now replace everybody in in the government, and to replace everybody in the government, you need to have a general election. As I understand it, right? Yeah, as uh, I understand
1: it.
2: Uh, yeah, I still don't understand how that could lead to, say, uh, a general election in January. I don't see that happening if that's what you're suggesting. I oh, think we'll I, get uh, a different uh, Tory leader, and more more than likely, it won't be till. 2020, 2021, till we have a general election. Really? Okay. That's my we'll prediction, see. but we'll see what happens. And we neither of us are uh, huge, hugely know a whole lot about uh, British no. politics. We we know just enough to get by, basically. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Luciana policeman uh, fired over Facebook post. Oh, you skipped something.
2: Uh, skipped a story. Sorry. You skipped a story. Oh, yeah, sorry. It's because we had the Mueller testimony, so you were going to the third story because you thought we were on the third story, but right, yeah. (laughs) Yes, sorry about that. Oh, good, I'll Uh, go into this one, Uh, and you can go into the next one. Trump doubles down uh, on a story we talked about last week uh, about uh, his tweets saying uh, that they should, uh, these these four congresswomen should go back to their countries, if you remember this. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, President Trump on Sunday doubled down on his attacks against the group of minority congressmen, saying they should apologize to the United States. Here's his tweet. Uh, I don't believe the four congressmen are capable of loving our country. They should apologize to America (laughs) and Israel for the horrible Mm -hmm. and hateful things they have said. They are destroying the Democratic Party, but they are weak and insecure people who can never destroy our great nation. Why does he have to add Israel in there every time? <laughs> That's my question. Is it just because of that Ilhan Omar thing from like months ago with the bring back the Benjamins or is it because of some kind of religious thing?
3: I really really don't know.
2: I think there's a, I think the republic the Christian Republican Party sees supporting Israel as some kind of uh, religious war. Like uh, uh it, there, not supporting It's not supporting Israel is anti-Christian uh, or anti-Jewish, right. is the way they see it. There, they say it's anti-Semitic, but I think they also yeah. see it as anti-Christian somehow.
3: There is this fucking amazing documentary that I suddenly come in into mind, where they follow uh, a Christian church uh, going to Israel, and their troubles with going into Israel and things like that. And uh, 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 I think they call themselves Christians for Israel or something. The organization, and uh, one of the things uh, they have the most trouble, like explaining in the documentary, then and they are asked uh, over and over and over and over again, why why they're doing this, because they look at Israel as. The birthplace and and the Israelites as uh,
2: the holy people, like the Holy the Land, specifically, yes, holy right? Holy Land and and the, the birthplace of, well. of, of, uh, of Jesus, Christ. Jesus and uh, his parents and everybody in the Bible, right. basically. Yes, right. Which we'll so, talk a little uh, about that in our main topic, fro. Yes, we will. But funny enough.
3: Uh, 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 they get asked, like, oh, but uh, do you find find it strange that you use so many millions of dollars on Jews that don't believe in, in what you you're saying? Do you find like uh, at all some controversy uh, working with 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 uh, with people that are against your own religion? They don't, they don't they don't even understand the question. Because Israel is so important in their mind, and uh, the Israelites is the chosen people. So they even like, they, they they almost look at Jews as their uh, Christian brothers uh, from a very far, far, far right Republican Christian. I wouldn't of be part. surprised
2: if there's some Christ- Christian Democrats that also think the same thing, or is, you know. Uh... Mm-hmm. Religious Democrats in general uh, that think the exact same thing. I, I, it's also yeah. true about Palestine, though. I think they see, especially the Republican Christians, see the Palestine thing not as an attack by Israel on these people, but as right. Palestinians attacking the Holy Land. And they, they, they are, that's the way they see it in their head, is the Holy Land. They don't see it as just another country on the map. Uh, yeah. Which we have to get that through our head. And uh, this all what we were talking about as far as uh, these comments from Trump saying they should apologize to America and Israel his remarks uh, came after uh, uh, chants targeted at Omar uh, from a crowd in North Carolina uh, which chanted send her back uh, sparked widespread outrage uh, across the United States from Democrats and a few Republican lawmakers as well uh, the the house voted to condemn uh, the racist tweets, but, but they have not come out anything about the send him back chance. Um, it's uh, he's Trump came out and said he did not agree with it. Uh, he distanced himself from the chance, I guess, uh, saying he didn't agree with the people. But then he also later in the week said that they were amazing patriots. So kind of going back on exactly. What he said about mm. just not not agreeing with them, but then saying they're amazing patriots. Like, which one is it? It's both,
3: is the answer, by the way. You know, talking about people he targeted, see? Mm. What are they there? Hmm. Luciana Policeman fired over Facebook posts suggesting... Uh, Ocasio-Cortez, be shot! A Louisiana policeman who suggested on Facebook that high-field U.S. uh, representative Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez needed uh, to be shot was fired on Monday along with a second officer who liked his uh, uh, post. A douchebag that I'm not going to say the name of. Uh, A 14-year veteran of the Gretchenau Police Department he made a social media comment on Thursday and another douchebag who liked it were uh, determined uh, following a swift, eternal investigation, uh, the chief policeman told news conference. Uh, the incident we fell has been embraced to our department. This officer acted in a manner which is unprofessional. I- occluding to a violent act to be conducted with a sitting US congresswoman uh, the policeman said
2: "Yeah." this incident came that, just days after Donald Trump uh, touched off a furor of tweets about o- Ocasio-Cortez and three other colleagues call, uh, saying they should go back to where they came from uh, what do you think about this? good that they were fired I mean, it's good that they were fired, but this isn't the first time in the last few weeks that uh, social media posts from police officers has come out, uh, Border Patrol. I don't know if you saw the Border Patrol people that uh, they had a uh, Facebook group that was secret that they were saying racist things on. I'm sure there's a lot more of this going on, and it all has to do with our corrupt policing system and how only the bad cops stay because good cops are always going to leave because they're going to get harassed. And slowly but surely, our police departments are being taken over by bad cops.
3: Talking about thing that is incredibly stupid and should not be allowed to talk about because this is so atrociously stupid that I don't find the word for it. California's city sent to ban gender words like manhole and manpower. How fucking atrociously stupid is this? Look and tell me more about
2: it. The City Council of Berkeley, California, voted this week to ban gender-specific words, uh, clearing the way for changes. Uh, the changes to become official in the city's municipal code. As a result of vote on the propositioned or- ordinance, the words "manhole" would be changed to "maintenance hole." Somehow maintenance hole sounds way dirtier than manhole. (laughs) Um, Than manhole. (laughs) Maintenance hole, uh, in city documents, uh, human effort would be uh, substituted for the word manpower, uh, and sorority or fraternity would be changed to collegiate Greek system residence. What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) Is this a way to hide the
3: fraternity system? Have have we come have we come this fucking snowflake all of us that we can't fucking say manhole?
2: Without somebody being offended by it, yeah. I think that's yeah. how far we've gotten from. Yep.
3: I'm very sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another digital citizen. See? See? <laughs> I say that every fucking week. Call me a man chauvinist, please do it. At another digital citizen. At gmail.com, tell me how awful I am that says ladies and gentlemen. How long ago is it that we
2: talked about that? That I read an article about how ladies and gentlemen know. was a bad thing, and now this is happening? I, I mean, sure, it's one little place and whatever, and it's a very incredible... Berkeley, California is like maybe one of the most liberal places in America, possibly. Uh, so I'm not really surprised, so, but... It's so so snowflake. I don't and even think it's so. – I don't I, I. don't want to call anybody a snowflake because I think that's an overused, ridiculous term. But I think this is a waste of the city's time and resources to be, de- to you, be you, dealing with
3: this. You don't think this is in the wave of the Me Too movement?
2: Oh, it definitely this is. Would... But I'm saying yeah. I'm more concerned with the fact that these city politicians think that this needs time taken out of their day to do instead of fixing roads. Uh, feeding homeless people, housing homeless people. Um... But the re- reason for for that is they have become so
3: politically correct that they fucking forgot what they're de- de- there to do. Well, not only that, that's I'm sure their why, constituents why, That's That's why I'm calling them snowflakes. I'm not calling them snowflakes because uh, I, I agree it's a, it's a bad term and and people should. Uh, I think it's to, overused
2: and doesn't really mean anything it's at always, this point, right?
3: I I agree, but but for me for me it, this is this is the definition of what a uh, s- snowflake people do. They try to protect protect something. That never asked for protection in the fucking right. first
2: place. Well, I'm sure somebody complained about this, and that's how it came up. But no, uh, no, no. This is this is made up. This is made up. Uh, let me see if I I don't see anything about uh, re, uh, tonight. Berkeley City Council adopted the first reading ordinance responsible to my proposal revisiting. So yeah, this is this guy Regal Robinson is the person who made this proposal. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go to his, I'm going to his Twitter page, Fro, just to check out, uh, Berkeley City Council member. So, yeah, it, it was made up just by a City Council member, so you were correct, Fro. Yeah. Nobody suggested this except for the City Council member himself. Uh, it says his favorite color is blue. That's the first thing that it says on his Twitter page, as far as his bio goes. I, I guess that's referring to he's a Democrat, right? Um... The estimated cost for implementing the new ordinance, for six hundred dollars, is what the city says. So they actually have to spend money to change these words. I think this is it, it's hilarious to me, but it's also the like. I I would rather use uh, instead of snowflake, use kind of a, the term um, censorship, because this is just like a way to censor what people say and how people speak because you don't like. A, a, a specific word, or whatever, this or that. Uh, do you know
3: what? I looked up snowflake on Wikipedia. Uh, snowflake is a derogatory term for a person implying that they have infinite sense of uniqueness and unwanted sense of entitlement or are over-emotionally easily offended and are unable to deal with opposing opinions.
2: Do you know what? That second I definition, yeah. For sure. Yeah. The first definition I, you you said, maybe not. But the second one, definitely. Oh. No. Yeah. Definitely. I,
3: I do think this is snowflake. If people feel a little fucking offended that I use that fucking term, another digital sits in at gmail.com.
2: I don't mind the term. I just think the word is overused <laughs> and it's, you know what I mean. I wouldn't use it because I, it's, it's like uh, making jokes, uh, make, making stand-up jokes about Trump. It's just, it's... It's hackney. Right. You know, it's been done a million times. That's the way I look at it, but that's fine.
3: Hey, let's talk about some other assholes. Uh Uthaya memorial defaced with swastika on anniversary on attack. Norwegian police said Monday they have arrested two men for spraying a swastika memorial com- uh, com- uh, Sorry. Commemorating. Commemorating. Com- Thank you. The uh, 2011... Uh, July 22 twin attacks, which 77 people were killed. According to local uh, media, residents of Tønsberg, about 100 kilometers, 60 miles south of uh, Oslo, noticed that the memorial had been defaced with uh, in the early morning of the anniversary of the attacks. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the defected memorial is a part of a series of granite-sculptured sc- offered to the viewers uh sentenced where where the victims are fra- uh from later on Monday uh police announced on Twitter that they had arrested two men aged around twenty for vandalising the memorial. Uh, this is terrible it's a hard uh it's hard not to think about someone With political motive, Norwegian Prime Minister Arna Sordberg told the news agency uh, N2B, if it's just a prank, it's extremely insensitive. That's not how pranks work.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. If it's a prank, it's it's not a prank. That's what she should have said, not it's extremely insensitive. Because a a prank is like you throw eggs at it, not you draw a swastika on it. Those are two different things.
3: And especially doing it on, on the Memorial Day as well. Right. It's, it's so, it's so weird, and it's so. Uh, uh, yeah. I
2: this obviously isn't on the island, right? It is on the island. Yeah. How the hell did they get there then, <laughs> to like, deface um, it without being seen? I, right. That's confusing to well, me. Well, as I understand,
3: uh, uh, this part that was uh, uh, swastikas is outside the island because Ah. uh, there uh, there is things on the island, and there's also things on uh, the uh, um, like the nature track to the boat. I think that I needed to take over from the. Uh, from where the
2: the, the boat? Uh, if you saw, I would assume uh, this is on. The I'm assuming this is on the mainland. I, have, I this is on the mainland. Yeah, that's what my question was. Right, because yes. it would make no sense. How how could you deface it and then drive back in a boat and nobody but, would know it was you? Right, that doesn't make yeah, any sense. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly, like you said, obviously politically and uh, ideologically motivated, and it's just not good. And uh,
3: he did the Nazi salute, if people remember that, uh, during the trial as well. And he has said he he looks at himself as a Nazi. So it's pretty you know, obvious that this is people that want to, to relate to the terrorists. So do you remember uh, some time ago we had this uh, news thing uh, about the crickets in Havana being... Uh the reasons for people getting sick, and then they told us, hey, it wasn't the
2: crickets, so it was something else, we don't really know what it is. I even remember before that, talking about the CIA heart attack gun, and yep. that, when we talked about CIA heart attack gun as the main topic, was when the Cuban government initially released that this was happening, but, uh yeah. The advanced brain scans of the US embassy employees who reportedly falling fa- reported falling ill in Havana reveal significant differences from a control group a control group uh, according to a st- study published on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. The finding does little however to resolve the cause of the mysterious health incidents. Um it's a crickets. <laughs> university of Pennsylvania researchers say symptoms described by the embassy workers may be reflected in their brain scans which compared to those of which they compared to those of healthy volunteers the differences mm-hmm. is, is pretty jaw dropping at the moment, moment the lead researcher said uh, a professor at the radiology at radiology at the university uh, most of these patients had a particular type of symptom and their clinical abnormality, uh, and a cl- clinical abnormality that is being reflected in uh, an imaging anomaly, uh, as compared to the control study, uh, control people. So they're comparing right. like normal people's brains to the people who have been uh, said they had symptoms from these Cuban attacks, and mm-hmm. this, at least according to this research group, uh, they're saying. Uh, significant injuries uh, to the brain. Yeah, and
3: symptoms including headache, ringing in the air, sleep disturbance, trouble thinking, memory problems, dizziness and balance problems, like we talked about
2: it. It does say here, though, in comparison, those... uh, the control declares previous brain injury uh None of the controls declared previous brain injury but this itself could cause statistical differences. So maybe somebody in the Still control though. group didn't know they had brain damage. Still though. That could screw up your your yeah. testing. But this I guess we should just say this is the first of these tests. It hasn't been peer reviewed. It hasn't been confirmed wow. by a second test. It's just interesting. And uh
3: I will eat my hat that I don't have if it was crickets.
2: <laughs> it turns out they find out it was crickets. Right. I'm guessing yeah. that's not true. Still. They're
3: dangerous crickets. Um, by the way, I find it very, very funny, uh, uh, this new thing that we're going to talk about, because uh, I saw this picture, and it's uh, quite funny. And, and it shouldn't be funny, because... Uh, a cat filter accidentally gets activated during a press conference for a double murder. And, um... <laughs> yeah. Can tell me about this, Look,
2: uh, sure, yeah, um... Oh my God. Sorry, I'm just getting into it. Uh, the cat filter accidentally gets activated during press conference <laughs> for double murder homicide. Uh, oh that's right, um... In the video, Royal Canadian Mounted Police Sergeant Noel Shawhet—I'm not really sure how to say it—spoke regarding the double murder of two people, uh, an Australian man and an, an American woman, which took place in British Columbia earlier this week. Uh, the cat filter effects, which included cat ears and whiskers, can be seen in the <laughs> screenshot uh, taken below. We see a tweet, and we see the lady and her, and in the, the screenshot, of course, there. Uh, It looks like you know the Facebook screenshot, except she's standing behind a podium, and she's looking all professional. There's like a a, a picture of what looks like a rape van, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting next to her, but she's got cat ears and whiskers and big, like kawaii eyes. It's very kawaii. Oh
1: my god! Oh, Ooh.
2: This is this? Is this? Oh
3: it's so it's so bad but it's so
2: funny <laughs> right yes i mean it's it's sad in the sense that i feel bad for whoever's family it was that it was doing this but right. it's hilarious in the sense of internet that <laughs> these people these uh what, these, these police officers they just didn't know enough about the internet i guess to figure it out uh or right. they may i mean how it sounds like from what i heard the uh The press conference pretty much went the whole time as that, so they didn't notice till the end. Mm. Uh, That's the thing that I'm kind of like, what's going on there? Check out this picture I sent you that I found on the internet, though. I just posted it up there. (laughs) (laughs) it's it's the lady and she's behind it's a it's a watercolor of the same uh twit image we had except it's done in the style of kind of uh japanese anime very funny
3: yeah uh so what is
2: uh, tron going to tell the truth about this week he's gonna talk about not cutting benefits for the four for (laughs) he's gonna talk about not cutting benefits (laughs) for the poor.
0: This is Trump where Trump tells the truth. This year is election time in Norway, and I'm doing election campaign for the Green Party. When I talk with voters, I use another words. What Some people call cost, I call investment. Why do I mention this? Yes, because you always say cost when you use money on the poor. You use money on sick, elderly. Like they no, you get nothing back from it. Yeah, I do think you get something back from it. When we use money on people's health, they become productive citizens many times, and happiness goes up, crimes go down, and mental health is getting better. The United States now, Trump on a to cut food stamps for over 3 million people. A lot of those people can or will not get work, and even if they get work, they have like two three jobs to, to make the world go round, That's just not a good society. The Trump administration warned people in the United States against Norway and their model. They make it sound like the rich people are victims, that the states want to take all their money. That's strange, because Norway had never had more million, millionaires than they have now. They don't have billionaires, maybe, but not that many. But who gives a shit? We have a product of good society. Does it have its faults? Of course it has. Not a society is perfect. When you cut away food stamps and benefit programs for 3 million people and give the British people all the money and believe that they're going to do more productive, productive work than the poor people are, you are delusional. A lot of people in the United States have those benefits for different reasons. They can be faulted in their life, health issues, and because they have problems with different things. A lot of people come home from wars and it's still had a war going in their head. Their mental health is not good. In the United States today, a lot of those people are living on the streets. They can't afford the proper health care they can in many other countries. I've been talking about this a lot of many times before. When you cut down those costs to those people, you don't cut away costs, you cut cost away investment. You stop investing in people, then society is going to be dead for a very long time. I hope people can see that some people always misuse this system, but that will happen in any system. Make the system better, don't cut it away. When So, I hope this can be a good summer lesson for you, because Trump don't want to talk about this. Why? Because he'd rather talk about anything else, like going to war with Iran or so-called Democrats, or and send them home and shit like that. But, but have your eye on the ball. Trump is cutting down food stamps and social programs over 3 million people. That shall be the debate. That should be the only debate. Right now. This was Trump with Trump Tells the Truth.
3: That was Trump telling the truth. Um, we have uh, watched uh, The Loudest Voice, or as I uh, called it uh, this week, Wow, really? Wow,
2: we're going here. Okay. Uh, what is this episode all about? Still, f- wow, this is the longest description yet. So, bear with me here. Still fighting with the so- uh the socialist in the White House. Socialist is put in air quotes. Uh, so mm-hmm. Roger finds his legacy uh, in-, in Joe Lindsay, a twenty five year old acolyte he hires to be the editor of a newspaper he bought in upstate New York, turning his once Insidious, oh, innocent local newspaper into a conservative news source. Roger also achieves his revenge against the Obama White House by uh, promulgating a news story which forces Congress into action against Obama's priorities. Uh, Roger is energized by the knowledge that Fox News Channel don't uh, doesn't just have uh, doesn't just report news; they make the news. Yeah. Which was actually a quote directly from this episode, I believe. Yes. One of the most
3: awkward uh, blowjob scenes in uh series ever was in this show.
2: I don't know a whole lot about this case, this uh, the case between him and the, the women he sexually assaulted. But at least in right. these first episodes, it does seem like this lady specifically, maybe not the other ones that accused him, but... Seems like it's a two-way street in this TV show, at least. I mean, she doesn't like yeah. it, but she's been agreeing to it this whole time, kind of. Kind of, yeah. And then she says, "I don't, I'm, I don't want to do this anymore." And she totally goes
3: insane and thinks he has her followed and all that thing. This was a very, very, very weird
2: episode. Again, this is one of those things. I think I said it in the first episode. I don't know a whole lot about this whole story, so I feel like
1: yeah.
2: they aren't um, feeding me enough to to get me. Uh, they're not giving me the knowledge, all the knowledge I need to understand what's going on. Because sometimes right. they introduce these people, like this guy uh, Joe Lindsay, and they introduce him and they say, "Hey, this is Joe Lindsay who does this." Like they even have like a graphic. But you don't really, unless you've read books or, like, know this whole story by heart, like, I don't know who the hell that is, you know what I mean? I've never heard of that person. Yeah. i
3: never heard of him in my entire life.
2: And so, yeah, I, I'm not sure how accurate this is to the actual events, or, or you know, I, I really can't tell you. Uh, but this episode, I guess, I mean, compared to the other three, what, do you, what are you thinking, Fro? It's better than the last two episodes, I think. Oh, definitely better
3: than the two last. Uh, I'm definitely better than last time Uh, but I I still give it a 7.5 I think it's it doesn't dip enough or get better for me to give it a higher or lower score than a 7.5 I don't think it's a bad TV show it's very it's just it's very misplaced and very underutilized it's very strange. It's it's a it's a very insider edition TV show, where we like look at we we're, we're supposed to know everything before we see this TV show and we don't.
2: Right. I mean, what would I compare? I kind of feel like this is comparable. Um, see, I wanted to say AEW, but they're kind of getting better. But what was the what was the OJ show? The OJ Simpson show we watched. Uh, uh, The the one that won all those awards. It also kind of had the same issue where it was like, you better know all about this to watch the show. Otherwise, you're not going to know 100% everything that's going on. This is even worse than that. Um, Oh, yeah. And in the same vein, I feel like it's going to win some awards because all these insiders are going to be like, oh, I love it. You know what I mean? Uh, Where we're going to go, I don't know if it really necessarily deserves those awards, but okay. Yeah. Well, like, like I said,
3: there's nothing bad about acting. There's just storyline purposes. And this this uh, episode felt very tricky. Uh, and I and I understand where there's, they are going. They're, they want to show him as uh, an asshole. But in the way they're trying to portray him as an asshole, they're also giving me a, so little sympathy for the people that he's trying to destroy so I'm I'm almost like he's uh, anti-hero hero
2: <laughs> right and that's how I felt about Vice if you remember me talking about Vice right. being like I feel like they don't demonize them enough like they make them feel, seem right. like bad guys but especially George W Bush in that movie I remember being like they they treat him like he's like this jovial idiot like ba ba do like he doesn't know any better and it's like he knew better alright <laughs> you can't um uh would diminish how bad these people actually were just to make the TV show palatable to people or the movie and i feel like that's what both of these things have done uh and almost made uh, those people's lives easier probably which i don't think is yeah. a good thing i don't know i guess i'd give it hey,
3: a 6.5 6.5 i give it a 7.5 uh hey look we have an email address, it's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Have we gotten any emails? No, we haven't.
2: Probably not. I haven't looked, so. Uh,
3: anything cool on the Facebook page? Another digital citizen on Facebook?
2: A bunch of good memes on there. I know that. Uh, I've seen a bunch of good memes on there this week. so... <sighs> Actually, yeah. I was watching CNN this morning and they were like, uh, you gotta watch out for the meme culture, because meme culture will will twist things uh, about this whole Mueller testimony thing. It's like, you're gonna see all these memes that are gonna twist what, Mo- what uh, Mueller said, and make it seem like uh, it was one thing when it wasn't. Uh, yeah. CNN uh, addressing meme culture, I thought was funny.
3: Yeah. Hey, team Round, before we talk uh, about that, um one of the least funniest people I know of on the internet, called Samantha Bee, uh, that still has a Netflix show for some fucking reason, um, came out with her show. I don't even know what the show is called. Full it's Frontal, called Full with frontal. Samantha yeah. B. Yeah, it's awful. I have watched two episodes of it. Uh, and she said in that uh, show that uh, people uh, should drop out, and uh, she also mentioned that Marianne Williamson that we covered on the show should drop out. So Marianne Williamson went on the late show with Stephen Colbert, where Stephen Colbert gave her softball after softball ball question, and she was asked absolutely nothing, serious or at, at all critical it's the most softball interview i've seen of a presidential
2: candidate in my
3: whole fucking life look
2: did you watch his hillary clinton uh interview because wow yes 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 wasn't that the one where like yeah. they brought out people to praise her <laughs> yeah all right um uh, So she
3: sent out a tweet, in the green room, waiting for hair and makeup, uh, doing the Colbert show tonight, Uh, sending good vibes, please. Samantha B put up a video today, said that I should come on her show and drop drop out. Haha, thought I should do Steven's show instead and stay in and win. So she's going to win the presidential election, look.
2: Sure, right. That's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> she has no zero chance of doing that, right? Mm-hmm. When did we talk mm-hmm. about her? Like two weeks ago? We covered like her that, as a yeah. main topic. It comes out today. Uh, she tweeted Tuesday morning. I'm not. I'll read the whole tweet. I guess I'm not a cult leader. I'm not anti-science. Uh, that one is almost funny, given how much I quote Einstein. Quoting Einstein doesn't mean anything. And I'm not anti-vaxxer. I hope that... I, I ho- Hoping that if I repeat it three to four times a day, I might penetrate the field of lies created to keep some people out of the conversation. Uh, and it mm-hmm. says in, in this article I'm reading, some writers and internet users have accused Williamson of being linked to cults and anti-vaccination anti-vacci- movements.
3: Hmm.
2: Uh, I think that's us, I mean, bro. <laughs> I think some you... people on the internet. Hmm. Internet users. I think they're talking about hmm. us because we did that exact thing. I mean, I, I haven't heard anybody hmm. else try to connect her to a cult except for us, have you? <laughs> no. If anybody else has any other podcasts or any other, any even tweets talking about Marion Williamson and, uh, what was it called, uh her little group uh, of uh, people we talked about two shows ago, uh, let us right. know, because I think, yeah, I don't know anybody else talking about that, except for us, so.
3: Yeah, I'm very happy that you listened to our podcast, Marianne Williamson. You're more than welcome to do that.
2: Well, this is an See article from else. USA Today, so maybe it's USA. somebody at USA Today. Oh, hmm. Talking about TV, I watched uh, a lot of
3: TV this week because, holy fuck, there was a lot of new things this week suddenly. But uh, I will begin with uh, something I am pretty sure that you did not watch, uh, the fourth season of Veronica Mars. You have absolutely no interest in this, I'm
2: guessing. I like when Fro assumes, but I I saw all of it. Really? Yeah, I watched Veronica Mars. Back in the day. You did? Oh. I had a girlfriend I was living with at the time, and she loved that show. So we watched the whole thing. What did you think about it back then? Let's start with that then. I mean, I always like mystery murder shows. You know me, fro. I like that yeah. kind of show. So it's just a mystery murder show geared toward a teenage kind of female audience. Um, yeah. And this, I would say, is more geared towards middle-aged female audience, maybe, or twenty-somethings, which would be the same audience as the original audience, basically. Um, But uh, I remember thinking it was, you know, it was a good murder mystery show, but maybe not, maybe not geared towards me. But at the time, I was like a twenty-one-year-old male or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. Mm But
3: what did you think about this season, then?
2: I had fun with it. I thought uh, it followed up pretty good from what I remember. Uh, one of one of the guys in here, I've actually done a movie trailer with, uh, the Mexican guy who's her friend. I've actually oh. worked with that guy in the past. Uh, he Totally oh. professional guy. Uh, I thought it was good for what it was in the sense that uh, it was just following up, and a lot of the things that we've seen follow up 10 years later have been really bad, mm. Um, mm. and this was not really bad. I'll give it a 6.5. Um, yeah. Certain things I still thought were... Uh, the acting's not 100% great, the dialogue's not 100% great, it's mm. a little cheesy. Uh, yeah, other than that, very fun.
3: Uh, I have a see for adult uh, TV show uh, I really liked Veronica and when it was on I remember it as uh, a very good TV show it I haven't seen it in in many years uh, so I watched I, I watched some episodes I uh, watched two from each season just to like catch me up on what happened because I I didn't really rem- remember the quality of it before I saw the season. Uh, I, I, I'm i not going to use the word disappointed because I'm not sure if I was disappointed, but uh, I was a little... Li- yeah, okay, yes. Okay, I guess I was a little disappointed then. Uh, I, I also gave it the same score as you, but I was thinking I was going to give it a higher score, to be honest, because I I remember it in more of a, a monk or a, um, psych kind of uh, more way. like
2: psych, M- less like yeah. monk. Yeah.
3: Yeah, monk
2: psych. Yeah. Well, in that kind of uh, genre of show. Genre. Yeah, I, I feel like psych in this show are more comedic. Monkey Monk's right. comedic but it's more comedic like Columbo was comedic right. and less right. like goofy funny which is that's where the cheesiness in the dialogue and stuff comes in is the is the stuff they're trying to like when she does these like bad puns about like shot was that shocking or something like that when you shock somebody with the mm-hmm. taser it's like I don't need the bad puns those are ch- always no. cheesy the bad dad jokes and stuff um Yeah but that's part of the charm of the show and it was always like that. So you got to put that into yeah. context, but it was always cheesy even the original. Yeah. No,
3: so I gave it uh, exactly the same score as you and was a little disappointed.
2: It's still a good show. I re- I like the the story arc. I mean, that's the best part of it is the mur- the murder, well, in this one it's multiple murder mystery, I guess. Right. And I think the the last
3: episode uh, had a very good cliffhanger. Very uh, good did
2: you cliffhanger. see it as a cliffhanger?
3: Oh yeah. Okay,
2: sure.
3: I don't think I don't think that person is that.
2: Oh. Like, I don't.
3: Okay. Oh no no no! I don't think he, he's that at all.
2: I, like, I, don't I, I didn't look that, I di- I guess I didn't think that f- far into it. I, I would just like, okay, it's done, and I moved on to something else, I think. Uh, no, no,
3: no. I, 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 I saw it as uh, as uh, the same as uh, Stranger Things.
2: And you think they're going to bring back another season, or? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, Do you know if they're oh. confirmed or not? I, I don't even know. Uh, no, I think it is, yeah. You think, think it, it you don't know or not. Sure. No, um I, think it is. I finally finished Brooklyn nine nine, bro. Or it's not finished, oh. but I got up to date to where well, the seasons are currently. Yes.
0: Which
2: I think it's yes. the end of season six is where they're at. So yes. I'll yes. be ready for when they start season seven. Uh, this mm-hmm. also had a cliffhanger, but every end of this every season <laughs> ends with a cli- cliffhanger of the show. And it's always yeah. the silliest cliffhanger and usually comes yeah. back uh, the cliffhanger having nothing to do with the first episode, or they so, yeah. they bring it up and it's very, very minimal or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, which is always, it's a running joke kind of for the show, which I enjoyed about it. Um, overall, there's this last season, season six is pretty good uh, comparatively yeah. to the rest of it, but season five, the whole show just t- took a dive. I kind of see why they wanted to cancel it. It's because season five was kind of poopy. Uh, compared to the other seasons. Um, I totally agree. Season season 5, I really struggled with. And you know what it was? Gina left the cast in Season 5. And I remember the very first time I talked about it on the show, saying, the only interesting character in this whole show is Gina. And then she leaves, and it instantly makes the show terrible. I think they kind of figured it out. They got, uh, by the end of Season 5, into Season 6, they got their mojo back. They got yeah. the flow of yeah. the comedy back after she left, yeah. and this season, I think, is still good. Overall, I'm giving the show a seven. Like, all the seasons together.
3: Oh, yeah. All the seasons together, I agree. Uh, I saw Big Little Lies season two because that ended this week, and I binged it. Uh, did you like uh, season one? Hey, season two is uh okay with Meryl Streep in it. that's
0: interesting. Uh, okay.
3: Yeah. Um I read the book after I saw the first season. Or did I read the book first? Oh, I I really don't remember. But uh the first season and the book is the the same thing, more or less. Right. So when they made a season two of this, it's out of uh, uh, material that. Uh,
2: it's Game of Thrones.
3: Isn't? Yeah, it's not based on the book at all. Right. Uh, so I, I felt like it were very like, why are they doing this? Uh, one season was enough. Uh, the ending of season one was uh, very like the book. Everything sure. was closed. I felt like yeah. So when when I saw this was getting reviewed, I was like, eh, I don't really care. But Nicole Kidman is still my favorite actor of all time. Actress, sorry. Uh, uh, if you want to complain about that, uh, slip up. Uh, another digital citizen at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> she's one of my favorite actresses of all time. And uh, I will see everything she's in. But I I find it very interesting that that they they get someone like Meryl Streep to play in a HBO show. It's on HBO Nordic here in Norway. I'm not sure where it's originally from. But but I give this season seven and a half. A very strong seven and a half. Yeah, almost eight.
2: Okay, I after I finished Brooklyn Nine Nine, I started what I said I was going to start. Originally, is Rick and Morty, which I had never seen a single episode of. Mm-hmm. So I started obviously season one episode one. I watched nine episodes, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. The first two episodes, I was not enamored by. I have to say, uh, no. I was kind of like, What's I don't get the appeal episode maybe four is when it starts to really pick up and starts to get good. Uh, I, until now I never got the joke, uh, online. There's the online joke of, uh, I'm so smart because I've watched every single episode of Rick and Morty that I, you know, my Mm -hmm. IQ level is a million because I watched every level uh, episode of Rick and Morty. I never understood that joke until now in the sense that this show is trying to be really, really smart, but yeah, it's all the smartness is really obvious if you're actually smart. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, if you're dumb, then you would be like, Oh, this show is so smart. Right. So it's like this very strange, uh, thing about it. I, I want to compare this to invader Zim kind of, I mean, not storyline wise, but just the feel of the cartoon, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, a little kid, uh, being, being thrown into this crazy situation, I guess is kind of the, the sameness of the two and maybe the the animation is a little bit similar but I really enjoyed it what I've seen so far I'm going to continue watching it so uh yeah I guess overall these episodes I've seen I've only seen seven episodes so seven eight something like that uh I'll give it a seven out of ten I saw the
3: unexplained uh, with, with William Shatner. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? what the fuck is this? Uh, it's uh, and all uh, the first episode is, Do you see a place is evil, or are they hunted? It is. Um, it's one of those shows again, where. People go to haunted places and you hear the dulcet toads of William Shatner in the air. It's a shit show, but uh, uh, I like William Shatner, so I guess I give it a four.
2: Okay. Does he do any yeah. spoken word poetry in the show? Or? <laughs> no, 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 Okay. No. <laughs> I saw a show this week. Uh, it actually came out in February. So you might have seen it, Fro. Uh, Pen 15? Pen 15? No, never heard of it. Okay, this is a show about... Uh, it's basically about the... Uh, Come, It's a coming-of-age story about two f- uh, female friends who are maybe 16-year-old girls, you know what I mean? So it's that story. Uh, but it's set during the year 2000. Uh, so it has okay. that... that uh, time period to it, except for the two girls, are played by adults, and everybody else in the show who's supposed to be a kid is a kid. Uh, That's kind of interesting. I want to. You remember Strangers with Candy? Yes. Kind of like that in a way, where everybody else is a kid except for the one person, uh, the main character, uh, who's right. supposed to be a kid. Um, it's a very weird show. The fact that they're adults is really off-putting I gotta say bro it's uh, it's definitely geared towards a female audience it's not geared towards me so I have to put that into perspective right away uh, it's mm-hmm. geared for people who are gonna understand and um, uh, understand what it was like to be a 16 year old girl which I do not understand um, it, overall the comedy is hit and miss so not great. But there are some funny parts. So overall, Pen15, I'm going to give a five right in the middle. I've only seen four episodes of it. Uh, it's okay. on... I believe this was on Hulu. Um, I haven't seen the whole thing, and I don't think I'm going to watch any more. But I did see four episodes just to get a real feel for it. Do you know what the mm. Pen15 joke is, bro? No. It's a joke from my childhood, from the 2000s. I'm sure they still okay. kids still do it today. Pen... You would say, hey, you want to be in the Pen15 club? And they'd be like, oh, sure, yeah, what do I got to do? And you'd be like, oh, all you got to do is write Pen15 on your hand. So write Pen15 on your hand, Fro, and what does it look like? Oh, penis. <laughs> Ah, See? <laughs> so that's the joke. So mm. that's the comedic level that this show maybe is at, if, if you want to kind uh. of understand it, yeah.
3: I saw the two first episodes of Lamps. Lambs of God Holy fuck This is an underrated show That nobody has heard of Have you heard of this Luke? No You need to write this down It's called Lambs of God You will fucking love This show It's about some nuns In a secluded Nunnery That uh, all of a sudden gets Visited by a priest And I'm not going to spoil anything. All right. But uh, it's very um, uh, horror thriller esque And I gave the two first episodes uh, eight and a half.
2: Kind of. It's ringing a little bells. I might have seen like a preview for it or something. But uh, what what was it on?
3: I don't know. know. I torrent. I torrent everything. You so torrented
2: it, right? Well, sometimes when you get something, you'll see the yeah. little watermark in the bottom corner, even right. just you know what I mean, yeah. Uh... Let's <clears throat> see. I only saw one more thing. I don't know about you. Um... This came out May twenty-first.
3: <laughs> oh, fuck! I was so I was so hoping you said uh, the thing that I seen. Okay, come on.
2: Uh, no. Uh... <laughs> This was a show on, uh, geez, I think it's NBC, I believe it was. Okay, uh, it's called Blood and Treasure. Oh, Jesus Christ, this show. Oh, did, did you watch this back when it was originally on? Well, it's still on. Well, right. I mean, but when it first, when the first episode came out, because I've only seen. Three episodes, I guess, because the first episode is technically a two-parter, and then I watched the the third episode as well. Um, This show is Indiana Jones mixed with Laura Croft. Yep. And they even got two characters that look like Indiana Jones, and another character, (laughs) the lady, looks like Laura Croft. Yeah. It's National Treasure, the TV show. Right, I guess the storyline is National Treasure, and then the characters are uh, those two characters. They were like... I I feel like they were... Somebody, that was the initial thought, was, I want to make a TV show that appeals to both the audience of Indiana Jones and appeals to the audience for uh, Laura Croft. Uh, But I don't necessarily think that Laura Croft... The video games appealed to a female audience, but I think maybe the movies do, right? So... Right. Yeah, what did you give this? Right, I should say what it's about, actually. It's about these people yeah. who are, uh, like I said, they're basically uh, treasure hunters, but they work for the government, And but what, the lady is actually a criminal that they have to bring into the fold, Fro. That's uh-huh. so unique. Uh-huh. That's never been done on a show, ever. Um, uh-huh. And they're searching for, at least in the episodes I saw, uh, searching for Cleopatra's tomb. And mm-hmm. the dialogue's bad. The acting's bad. They have to Ooh. have spent millions of dollars on this show because they go to all these countries. Just the just mm-hmm. the cost of flights for all the actors had to have been tons of money. Because um, they go all around the world in the show. But overall, I gave it a... 4. Oh, it's so... A 4. I I can't
3: believe that I have forgotten to talk about that show. It's so good that you bring it up because I, I watched it when it came out and I was like, what the fuck is this? This has absolutely no appeal to nobody. I and feel like it's... I
2: remember you talking about it and saying that it was National Treasure on the show. So yeah, I think oh, you okay. did talk about okay. it. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay,
3: uh, But uh, the two last things. Uh, I'm going to mention first that I saw the pilot episode of uh, Pennyworth. Uh, that is uh, the sequel to Batman, uh, where we follow uh, the Butler's storyline. Uh, Hooray! I know yeah, a superhero yeah. show, just what I wanted. Uh, I, know. <laughs> I know, I know, I uh, know. But uh, I give this first pilot episode uh, seven, but then I saw Dark Web, and this is Amazon's try to make uh, um, very um, this is Amazon's try to to make black mirror
2: and... oh, right I watched another episode of this remember I talked about it in the past oh you watched this okay no I watched a different one of it, it they were they, they do different they do like movie ones and then they do TV ones and it's all under the in the dark uh, logo or whatever yeah
3: Okay, okay. Because this whole season is one continuing storyline, but also small uh, independent episodes between. It's it's so confusing to, to try to explain it, but uh, I don't need to, because it's a shit, 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 shit show. It's one of the worst uh, Black Mirror clones I have seen in my entire life. It, it is uh, Black Mirror. If Black Mirror was made uh, by film school
1: students,
3: it, it feels very film school. Uh, the acting, uh, the storytelling, uh, everything feels like it's done on a budget of a thousand dollars. It is extremely bad. I give it two and I don't really understand why it's out there, to be honest, but I watched every fucking episode of it, and uh, yeah.
2: Okay. Mm. Alright, let's move on to the main topic.
3: Yes! This was an interesting main topic, Look, What is the main topic this week, you ask? Well, uh, Jesus Christ was a Buddhist monk. Maybe. So, uh, what is this all about, Luke?
2: Right. Where Where should we start, really? I guess the the whole beginning of this story will start with uh, his early life, I guess. Uh, everybody believes that Jesus was born what, in a manger, and then three wise men came and saw him, you know, the whole Christmas story, right? But of course, uh, there are gaping holes in his life between the ages of 13 and 29, Uh, and that is basically what we're talking about, is the gaps in in the told story, I guess.
3: Yes, because uh, you
2: and me, look, we saw a BBC documentary this week. Yeah, Uh, which what? Three quarters of it was not about what we're going to talk about, but more about no. the crucifixion than anything else. But
3: yes, uh, but but it was an interesting uh, documentary, and
2: yeah.
3: it, it tries to prove that Jesus was a Buddhist monk named Issa. Issa, yeah. Issa, yes. Uh, this is from Disclosed TV: uh, The Life of The story of Jesus is one of the famous, uh, most famous of people that have ever lived, uh, have many gaping uh, holes in the uh, ages between 13 and 29. There's no biblical record for whereabouts of Jesus in Palestine. However, according to a documentary uh, by BBC, Jesus was in fact a Buddhist monk and was not crucified either. Uh, a Russian doctor named of Nikolas Norodich was traveling to India, Tibet, and Afghanistan during the 1970s, said he uh, spent time at the ministry in Tibet with the name of Tibetan Buddhist Ministry, which was Hemis in Leh in India. He said to have translated documents that tells a the story of Jesus, uh, uh, a.k.a. Isa, which means son of God. The story that uh, has been born out during this first century into a family who was poor in Israel.
2: You know what? The other, uh, n- like the meaning of Isa could also be from, which I found interesting, uh, which I found somewhere else. It was uh, in another thing I was looking at, but it could mean the shepherd also. Right. Two connections there. But yeah, uh, this doctor named Nicholas Notovic is the person who said he found these documents in this Tibetan monastery. So let's go to the... There's a Wikipedia article called The Unknown Years of Jesus, and if you go down into the claims, we can actually see Nicholas Notovic there. Hmm? Uh, He
3: looks handsome. Sorry? (laughs) He looks handsome, I said.
2: (laughs) It's one of those pictures where it's those old pictures where you had to sit there for like 10 minutes to get the picture. Yeah. And so nobody smiled in those pictures because you would have to yeah. sit there and hold the exact same fi- smile for 10 minutes for it to work. <laughs> so he just looks yeah. like he's like bored sitting on a chair is what he looks like. Right. Uh, according to the scrolls uh, Notovix found, Jesus abandoned Jerusalem at the age of 13 and set out towards Sindh, uh, intending to improve uh, and perfect himself in the divine understanding and study the laws of Buddha. Uh, he crossed Punjab and reached uh, I don't even... Puri Janjanath, uh, where he studied the uh, Vendas under Brahmin priests. He then spent six mm-hmm. years in Puri Raja, Rajahi uh, near Nalanda, uh, an ancient seat of Hindu learning. He then went on to the Himalayas and spent time in a t- Tibetan monastery and d- uh, studied Buddhism and through Persia returned to Jerusalem at the age of 29. So the big thing here is he's suggesting that he left the, the missing years. Uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but a lot of the bi- people in the, who followed certain Bibles believe the missing years was like he was uh battling the devil or something, right? Well, um uh, that was later.
3: Uh that was later look. But according uh to people that believes uh in the Jesus Smith, he was a carpenter with his
2: dad. Because his dad was carpenter. So he was just so you were walking around worked. carpentering, but there's no evidence right. of it. Even though right. he built buildings and there would be evidence of buildings. Right. right. Okay. Uh, right, I was I was watching something and they were saying that and I was like that doesn't seem right. That cuz it would have been later in life uh, after or before the crucifixion which he would have supposedly battled the devil in the, in in the desert, right? So yeah. Um, should we do you see anything else in, interesting with Notovic here? Uh no, uh,
3: not really. Okay. Uh, I want to go back to where we were uh, because there was something interesting there. Uh, the tutors at the monastery called him the son of God. Yes, like we said, uh, from age. 13 to 29. It said that Nor Norwich went to translate 200 of the wor- verses out of the 224 that was in the document. Uh, a lama explained to Norwich the scope, along with the level of enlightenment which Jesus had to managed to achieve during his time at the monastery, and that he was said to be had an extreme level. The lama said that Jesus was a great prophet. And had been the first follower, uh, followed uh, fo- first following 22 Buddhas. He went to said that he was greater than uh, all the Dalai Lamas, uh, that he uh, constituted the spiritual uh, uh, spirituality of the Lord.
2: Right, here's the part where I was getting confused because this is the part where they were talking about battling the devil in the YouTube video I was talking about, because he went back to Tibet right. in his 30s, supposedly. Right. Uh. And this also could explain the reincarnation myth? If he was to yeah. leave and and then come back and somebody saw him, mm-hmm. uh, they right. and, but they thought he was dead because it had been hidden that he didn't die on the cross, that would explain the reincarnation myth. If somebody was like, I just saw Jesus, and somebody else is like, "No, you didn't. He's dead." And they're like, "No, I definitely saw him. That that this whole thing could explain that. It could explain also the biggest, most interesting thing I thought it could explain is the idea of the uh, the three wise men from the east, right?" Yes. Yes. The, the three wise men from the east would have come from somewhere like India or something like that, especially considering the things that they brought him uh like frankincense um Mm -hmm. and so people at least according to the documentary we watched they believe the three wise men were actually just buddhist monks searching for the dalai lama and that the dalai lama had died they were searching for the the reincarnation and they heard about this kid uh being born or, or maybe it was in some kind of text and they went there to see this kid and bring him gifts uh because they thought he was the dalai lama that what do you think so about that's, that? That's a super interesting theory as far as the Jesus yeah. myth, yeah,
3: like it says here, many experts are in agreement that it was the foundation of the origin story about the three wise men who visited the stable in Bethlehem on the night Jesus was born was uh, on uh, based on on this. So it's very, 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 very interesting.
2: So not that's suggesting that not only could he have been a Buddhist he may have been like a a, a possible Dalai Lama. Maybe he didn't become right. the Dalai Lama but he was they were looking at his, him as one of the possible children that could have become right. because they you know you have to be tested as a right. as the Dalai Lama and they test to see if you're actually the reincarnation or whatever. Um, mm-hmm and maybe he was one of the people, and they brought him there at 13 to test him. I mean, that is what they're saying here. That is super interesting to me. And especially considering how prevalent in the Christmas lore the Three Wise Men are. I mean, I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but here in America, if you go past the church during Christmas, like during December, and they the nativity, it's always got the Three Wise Men. Yeah. Uh... The
3: documentary said that Jesus uh, escaped death and went to stay in Afghanistan with Jewish settlers. Local people were said to have confirmed that the fact that Jesus had spent many years in the Kashmir Valley and had remained there until he passed away at the age of 80. If Jesus did uh, spend 16 uh, years, uh, when in, in the youth in the region, along uh, with the last 45 of, of his life, he would have spent six, uh, around 61 years in total in India. Tibetan regions are close by. Uh, there are locals who believe that Jesus was in fact uh, led to rest by uh, Rarsubail Shrine in Shingraher in Kashmir in 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 the in uh, in the Buddhist temple
2: there, and in yeah. the documentary we watched, we actually got to see that. And one of the most right. one of the claims from the Buddhist monks there uh, is that they show like a foot uh, a foot pressing from the person who's in the tomb, uh, like a, a they pressed it into clay and then dried it so you could see the feet uh, and the feet have what appear to be puncture marks in them, uh, as 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 if that person had been crucified and had scars on the bottoms of their feet. Right. I don't know, how much do you believe that?
3: I don't believe Jesus fucking existed, so...
2: But what if, uh, here's the thing. I don't believe Jesus existed, but what if there was some other person that then, uh, now we attribute to Jesus, you see what I mean? But that right. was actually just some Buddhist monk, right? See what I'm saying? They wouldn't be the same right. person. It's not the guy who went up on a cloud uh, and ascended to heaven and all these other things.
3: I find it very interesting because I'm I'm a former Mormon that Mormonism has kind of Found uh, a loophole in 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 this thirteen years and this uh, were the years he was in the United States. I I I think that's kind of funny. I,
2: I another thing about. Um this whole idea of him being a Buddhist uh, is the teachings of Christianity, or I guess Jesus in Jesus, the teachings of Jesus, I guess, because if you look at uh, Jewish teachings, it doesn't Mm. have the same things that Christianity does as far as like love thy neighbor and the different things about feeding the disciples and curing Mm -hmm. this and that. Um, But all those things come out of Buddhist lore, like the walking mm-hmm. on water, uh, Yeah, uh, Buddha did that way before Jesus did. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And so you if you t- take the teachings out of the Buddhist doctrines and add them to kind of the Jewish doctrines, you could come up with Christianity. Right? So there's another mm-hmm. option that for us is probably more likely, that this guy never existed, and that when they were coming up with Christianity, they were like, well, I know a little about this Buddhist thing from way over there in the East. Why don't we just add some of those ideas into it? And they're like, ah, people like that stuff, all right. You know what I mean? That's what I think probably happened here. Yeah.
3: What do you think? I mean, yeah, no, I I totally agree. Especially, like, if you look at the correlation of moving Jesus' birthday to, for example, like Christmas, uh, where it is very... uh, uh, when we talked about Christmas and how how an atheist celebration that really was, it's also like it's it it is that's that's one of the, the things with Christianity in the beginning that it's trying to like it's trying to to find uh, ways of getting in into people's like normal uh, life and and celebrations. So maybe they used Buddhist uh, uh, rhetoric to make uh, people uh, from India more interested in in a guy that's supposedly from Israel as well.
2: Right, just to spread just to spread their the message, message all around the yeah. world, right? Yeah. And they even point in yeah. in this documentary. They point out that was it John? They said went to India and started a church. I believe. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so there's, that's, pro- that's evidence of why they would want to do that is because they were already spreading it the, the <laughs> word to India, right? So, yeah, it totally makes sense. It, does it make more or less sense than the idea that Jesus existed and he was Buddhist or does our idea make more sense, Fro? What do you think?
3: I do think our RRD makes more sense. That is, is a fabrication of many stories. That's how Santa Claus is. Like, or the Easter Bunny or anything else that we make up it's a compilation of many many small stories that we put together in one neat package and call it something
2: right why is the Easter Bunny a man but he has right. egg eggs right it doesn't make any sense right, right. <laughs> um, I see anything should else we, we missed
3: li- here yeah should we talk a little about Max Miller and all, all that thing yeah go ahead uh, Norwich uh, writings were immediately controversial and Max Müller started, stated that either the monks at the monastery had uh, deceived uh, Norwich or played a joke on him or he had fabricated the evidence. Müller wrote uh, that the monastery at the Helms uh, and the head uh, Lima replied that there had been no Western visitors at the monastery in the past 15 years and there were no documents related to Norwich story. Uh, uh, Someone called Douglas visited the hemorrhages uh, monastery and they interviewed the head Lima who stated that Norwich had never been there. Archaeologist Leo uh, uh, von Schrochitz called the story a big fat lie. Uh, Uh, Someone else uh, said that Northridge accounts were soon exposed at fabrications and that the date and no one had uh, had the glimpse of the manuscript that Northridge had
2: claimed he had. It says here, uh, according to uh, Bart D. Emhin, today there is not a single recognized scholar on the planet who has any doubt in the matter the entire story was invented by no- no- Notovich, who earned a good deal of money and substantial amount of notoriety for this hoax. Uh, however, others deny that N- Notovich ever accepted the accusations against him, uh, that the account was forgery. Although he is not impressed with the story, uh, Sir Francis Youngblood uh, recalls meeting Notovitch uh, not long before Notovitch had visited the Hermes Monastery. So this guy, yeah. Francis Youngblood, actually claims, which is a very famous explorer, actually, yes, uh, very. at the time claimed to have met with him right before he went there. So I feel like some people definitely are going to have a vested interest in not having this not be true if they're Christian, right. if they're religious. Yeah. Uh I other... Really... Regi- oh, sorry. Yeah.
3: No, I really recommend people reading Holy Grail, Holy Blood. If they want to read a very good story about Jesus Christ or a theory about him, uh, it's based on uh, it's what the Da Vinci Code is based on. It's a very good book.
2: Actually, uh, I would throw a little Da Vinci Code into that TV show Blood and Treasure also, for all that we were talking yes. about earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, some other rejections by modern mainstream uh, about his travels to India. India, sorry. Uh, Robert Van Voiced states the scholar, modern scholarship has almost unanimously agreed uh, that the claims of travels to Tibet or Kashmir or the rest of in, uh, India contain no value. Marcus Borg states that the suggestion that an adult jesus tra- traveled to egypt or india and came in contact w- with Boon- buddhism are without historical foundation so is the existence
1: mm-hmm. of jesus
2: uh, john mm-hmm. dominic Crossan states that none of these theories presented about the travels of jesus fill the gap between his early life and the start of his ministry uh Paul- paula frederick's States that no serious scholar, scholarly work places Jesus outside the backdrop of first history Palestine. So? Yep. Yep. But those are all people who are basically all Christians. <laughs> right. Yes.
3: So, how, how much we will trust them is, uh, is another uh, subject all all in. So, where does this end up in the
2: crisis? scale hey, look? I mean, he's not an alien. So it can't be that high in that sense. Because um, we have done... W- have we done Is Jesus an Alien? That's actually a topic no. we should do in the future. Uh, I guess I'll give this a 5.5. 5. What about you? Yeah,
3: it's a very 5. It's a, so
2: in the middle. Middle of the, the road conspiracy theory, yeah. Middle of the road conspiracy Kind of tame. Theory. I mean, it's tame enough yeah. to be on BBC, right? So how crazy could it be? <laughs>
3: How crazy could it be indeed? Let's move on. Movies! 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 Uh, Luke, you made me watch a movie this week. Uh, it's called Frankenstein's Monster, Monster Frankenstein. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes. Um, uh, I actually had to download it because it wasn't on Norwegian Netflix for some fucking strange reason. Well, uh,
2: it's not the first time we run into that. No, uh, but uh, yeah, no, it,
3: it's, 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 it's good. It's not that I didn't like it, but uh, I'm a little, maybe a little tired of those spoof kind of things. It reminded me of uh, Richard Quests. Kind of movie, but I didn't think it was as good as you. You made it sound like it was. I, I thought the humor was maybe a little less uh, uh, sophisticated. I, 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 I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't really like the spoof movie, and maybe that's. I understand that it's trying to be kind of like Edward. Uh, bad acting and things like that. But it took me a little out of it. I just gave it six and a half out of ten. Okay. What else did you watch? Still not, still not amazingly bad. I saw a Netflix documentary uh, called The Great Hack Cambridge Analytic Scandal. It's uh, about uh uh, one man's journey to see where uh, his uh, personal data and how he uh, uh, made uh, the great discovery of the Cambridge Analytica scandal. It's a Netflix documentary. I recommend this. Uh, I give it uh, 8 out of 10.
2: I'll probably watch that for next week, because I'm interested in that, because that whole thing has been kind of a bit shouted in mystery since it came out.
3: Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, it was a good documentary.
2: All right. I saw a movie called... Well, it depends on where you go, but it's called 4L, or 4Latus, if you're in France. Here in America, mm-hmm. on Netflix, it's called 4L. It's a road trip movie, um... I think it's from the people who made oh, Little Miss Sunshine if you ever saw that movie. Ah, oh, okay, yes. Um it's got Jean Renault in it. I loved, loved Little Miss Sunshine. Uh right. I, other than Jean Renault, it doesn't really have anybody notable in it, but they're probably maybe more notable in France. I really like this film. It only has 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a uh, 8.5. I the I it's kind of a just another road trip film, except it's all in the desert, uh, in the Spanish Sahara. Uh, they're trying to travel across the desert in this car. I guess the car is called a 4L, hence the name of the movie. Um, and it's uh, it's a it's a road trip movie where they meet people along the way and they get on adventures, you know this and that. But it also kind of has a really good meaning and moral to the story at the end of the movie, and that's why I gave it such a good score. Oh, cool.
3: I saw a shit movie called Tolkien, about Tolkien, uh, where they try to reference the Lord of the Rings as many times they can possibly cram it into a movie about Tolkien, and how his marriage is the uh, search for the ring, because the ring is... Uh, Love And uh, this is one of the most shitty biography movies I have seen in my entire life. I gave it uh, two, and I was sorely bored about
2: it. Doesn't sound like a good film to me. No. Uh, Have you seen the Raid movies, Luke? I don't think so. Have you heard about them? Uh, you have to be Raid more specific. It's
3: one called the Raid One, and one is called Raid Two Redemption or something like that.
1: I don't it's think so. It's
3: like martial martial arts movies. It's most known for like incredibly cool action scenes.
1: No,
3: I'm. Okay, uh, I decided to download those two movies and see what it's all about because uh, uh, people are saying like it was like where where John where the John Wick people got their inspiration from and things like that. And uh, the first movie is not really good, but the action is really good. But Raid Two is an Amazing movie! How is how is the two better than one? One I would give us a, a six point five, but two I will give an eight.
1: <laughs>
3: Weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the last movie that I didn't see uh, before we're in the movies this week uh, was uh, where was it? Oh, sorry, that was the movie. Hi. <laughs> the last movie that we Right. In the movies, sorry. Because I saw some something in the movies that we're going to talk about. What is that look?
2: We're gonna watch the trailer for the Lion King. A
1: wombaway a wombaway. <laughs> oh,
0: Everything the light touches
2: is directly stolen from a cartoon. Oh wait. <laughs> the king's time
0: is ruler rises and falls like the sun. One day, the sun will set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. We stole.
2: This movie from you. The animation looks good so far. I mean, it's yeah. better than the Jungle Book. If that's something we can compare it to, you know what I mean? Definitely.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Oh. So far, the animation's better than both Jungle Book movies. Yes. We stole this
3: movie. Hey, we stole. It. Hey, we stole this movie.
2: He was sold. He was sold. This movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Beyonce in it. Great. Oh, I guess it is a m- musical. I forgot about that. That makes sense. Okay. So, uh, look,
3: what is this really? Uh, actually, Oscar nominated movie.
2: Back in 1994, all about. Symbolize. uh, Symbolize. uh, Simba, who idolizes his father. Symbolize. Symbolize. uh, King Mufasa and takes to heart his own royal destiny on the plains of Africa, but not everyone in the kingdom celebrates the new cub's arrival. Scar, Mufasa's brother and former head of the throne, has plans of his own. The battle for Pride Rock is soon ravaged with the betrayal, tragedy, and drama. Uh, 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, bro. 55% on Metacritic, but 88% of Google users enjoyed the film.
3: I have to ask you, do you like the original? Are you a big fan of the original?
2: Uh, no... I, I Like, I remember f- it was fifth grade. I was in fifth grade when it came out, and I remember that very clearly because there were these two girls in my fifth grade homeroom <laughs> class that would not shut up singing these songs over and over and over again, and I, I think it ruined it for me. But I really did like the Super Nintendo game based off the movie. That was really good. Oh, that
3: was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome game uh do you know what I'm going to break my own rules so I'm going to go fucking first this time um I saw this in 3d uh, this is good this is very good it's actually I think personally this is the best of the uh, we remake movies. I think this is... Do I think this is better than Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, I do. Um, I had to think about that, because I actually liked Beauty and the Beast a lot. Uh, but uh, I, I think this uh, surprised me, because I'm, I'm a little like you. I, I grew up with uh, The Lion King, but it was not really my favorite movie. So when I went into this, I was like a little like, okay, I'm going to watch the Lion King again. Okay. I didn't especially like it the first time, but fucking hell. It was like watching national geographic animals talk to each other. And people are nothing like people are saying like, Oh, they're all the lions are, are, are from the old Lion King and things like that. well, it's it it is so much extra in this movie that I felt that it it brought uh, more into this movie than the original, and it's it's very unfair I feel sometimes to compare it to the original. Of course, people will do that, and I understand that people have a lot of like love for the original with. With all the voices and things like that. Well, this has but all I, I the same read... music,
2: basically, right? Right. I mean, it's got Hans yes. Zimmer as... It's, it's all the same stuff, yeah.
3: Right. But, but uh, uh, I saw this in 3D. The, the 3D effects in this movie was am- amazeballs. Good. Uh, and I rate this movie an 8. And I am not afraid to fucking say it. I really
2: really like this movie. I'm seeing the initial release from before it came out in America it came out in Norway. for some reason you yeah. guys got this movie before we did. it's kind of strange but yeah. it's just unusual. I mean I've seen other movies come out in Europe first, but Norway specifically is kind of that's yeah. strange. yeah. I yeah. went to the Facebook, of course. Uh, Maggie Baker says, While I highly enjoyed the remake, I felt the animals lacked the ability to make expressions and help give each other character personality. Also, I got yeah. uh, they got rid of some of the original full songs and characters. Uh, this made me sad. I guess I'm just so deeply in love with the original, it's hard to see these changes. Despite these changes, right. I still cried at least four times during this film. Uh, life lessons learned in, in this movie are endless. Uh, Jordan Price says... Uh, I loved it. I love the way it expanded on the circle of life and what it means to all the animals and how everything we do affects everyone around us. I love how they expanded the story and made the movie not only visually realistic, but also true to how this is funny, but also true to how animals might behave in real life. Mm hmm. What? What? How do you know? (laughs) Sure. Uh, Brett Badak says, This movie is mixed. Uh, Visuals were impressive, but the animals couldn't show emotion like the animated version. Uh, Also, the voice acting was flat in this new version. The animated version is much, much better. I think Disney should slow down all these live-action remakes.
3: I can understand the expression thing, but I didn't mind it because it's realistic. And that's what people don't get. You can't have the emotions... Bro, you can't call it realistic
2: when they're talking animals. You can give them expressions on their face and have it still be a realistic thing when they're talking animals. (laughs) Well, you understand what I mean.
3: But uh, uh, I think uh, I laughed most uh, uh, about... There was one reference to the old movie that was fucking hilarious where uh they make a like a comeback for people that like have seen the original they make a little like not not to people that have seen the original and also there's a very funny cameo of another disney movie in this movie that was fucking hilarious yeah
2: okay eight
3: eight no other movies coming out, but uh, look, how is the movie better
2: going? All right, let's check that out. Uh, well, the only movie that came out this week was The Lion King, uh, which my pre my, the previous winner uh, of this month was Spider Man. It had uh, what ninety two point five million. Lion King comes in with an opening whopping weekend of a hundred and ninety one point seven million. Oops. So a hundred million more?
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: I think I think maybe I won the bet.
2: It's looking like it. Yeah. Uh, the Spider Man made a hundred and eighty-six million in five days. So Lion mm-hmm. King made more in three days than uh, Spider Man made in all five days. Yep.
1: <laughs>
2: mhm. So Luke, you want to
3: know what we're doing?
2: Uh, we still got one movie to go. There's still Once Upon a Time in Hollywood next week, so why don't you tell me what yeah. we're doing next
3: week? I will tell you next week.
2: Yeah,
1: I
3: will tell you. Tell you. Uh, you you found a very strange little thing about the Baby Shark movie. Tell me about that. The or Baby Shark
2: the
3: baby song. Shark yeah, song. Are we talking it says about. Here. The-
2: Officials in West Palm, Be- Palm Beach, Flora- Florida, are trying a new method of driving away homeless people. Children's mm. music, uh, the wildly popular and extremely repetitive song "Baby Shark," and raining tacos, are playing endlessly on a new uh, on a loop throughout throughout the night. Uh, Mayor Keith uh, said, told the BBC it is a temporary measure to keep the homeless from the city's waterfront space. Uh, advocates say. For the homeless, say it's cruel treatment uh, to those in need. I would agree with that. (laughs) What do you think, bro? Uh huh. Abu Ghraib did this. And we covered it on the show. Right.
3: Yeah. Why are they doing this now? It's so strange. It's so strange.
2: It says here Um, from Maria Foscanis. uh, Foscanis. Foscarinis, uh, these people who are already in desperate straits, and this is an effort to make their life even more miserable. Uh, driving them out by blaring music is just inhumane and really shocking, uh, and the technique is particularly insidious, she said, or she adds, how horrible uh, to take something that is meant in such an innocent way and use it for such a mean and evil purpose. It's so true. Mm. Uh, you
3: remember, uh, one of my favorite episodes where we did, uh, in the back catalog. Uh, oh, that reminds it's... me, but yeah, continue. <laughs> Sorry? Uh, what, that's, what?
2: Back catalog? We
1: that's...
3: need to talk about that. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> we need to talk about that. That's true. Uh, um, it's called something, something, and, uh, slap paradox, where we talk about, uh, uh, the slap happening you know, on Big Brother—it's a very good discussion oh, right. about how right. me too died on Big Brother.
2: The paradox of whether uh, of of uh, you know—it's one person's word against the other, and then uh, it's always the paradox is who do you believe, right? Right.
3: Uh, Andy ignore the creator of Screen Drunkies on his trailer. Man in Arms and many, many other things, has uh, been silent for two years uh, before uh, because he has sued the Defy Media, the owners of uh, Screen Junkies, uh, and uh, he was uh, maybe the first internet celebrity that was taken down by the Me Too movement uh, with very harsh, harsh claims of him having interactions uh, that was not okay with fans of Screen Drunkist and Honest uh, Trailers. And since he was the creator of it, he actually got fired very publicly by Defy Media, and uh, they even made an episode about all this on their channel. Uh, and he now, uh, after two years of battle in the court system, uh Proves his innocence and uh, yes, he was a douchebag and lied and cheated on his wife, but that doesn't make him uh, uh, what he was accused of, a rapist and and all other awful things. So, uh Popcorn Planet. I recommend people go and watch his video on it. It's called Me Too. Hashtag Me Too Misfire. so on the defense of Annie Signor. And uh, yeah, we we're definitely going to cover the Me Too movement soon. Uh, I know. We'll be... Speaking we, of this, we'll actually, to... there's
2: somebody else on the internet we should talk about that's directly in line with what you're talking about, Fro, and somebody who we've discussed <laughs> in the past. Somebody named I'm mm-hmm. Alex. Have you seen the, these yep. accusations? Yep. Did you know that was yep. what I was going to say? Yep. Uh, he's getting attacked for outing somebody as a rapist to that it turns yep. out wasn't, but he I'm Alex believed his best friend. the accuser his best friend even. Well, they were friends. I don't know about best friend. I I can't oh. I can't attribute to that, but they oh. were friends, oh, no. but then he believed the accuser, so he was no longer his friend because he thought the guy was a rapist, right? So he mm-hmm. believed the person who was accusing him. And then it turned out, I guess the person who was accusing him came out and said it wasn't true or whatever. And now people are attacking him for saying to, I don't, I just, I have a, it seems like there's some twisted logic as to why I'm Alex is in trouble for this. Other than that, he kind of just turned on his friend and believed somebody else. Because it looks like he started it with this someone else. Right. But that to to me easy. it more seemed like he just believed her and then took her side. Right. I don't know. What do you is that what you that what you see or you think he started it?
3: Uh it, started, it seems like he instigated it, yeah. Uh because uh, uh, uh I watched drama alert uh, about this and I also seen uh, some videos about this uh-huh. from other
2: uh, people, I wouldn't trust uh, drama alert. The problem with drama alert, uh, drama alert, is that that guy specifically already has beef with the, this guy. Right. So uh, I yeah. know. But but uh, it looks like in
3: in PMs on Discord that uh, they were planning an attack on this guy. And I am Alex. See, was one of
2: the in in. I saw that too. Yeah, and here's my there. Here's the thing that I saw because I saw the actual the things, and it seemed like right. yes, maybe they were planning, but it seemed more like she was somebody. He I Alex had a platform to present the information that would get it widespread that she didn't have. Right. So she was trying to work with him to get it out there. That's the way I saw it, and then it turned mm-hmm. out not to be true. Uh, not that he was trying to do anything nefarious, I don't know, but he hasn't come out with a, a, a video about it yet uh, that I've seen, oh. so until I see some kind of defense, I'm I'm just going to go with I don't know what the story is here. I don't know who's right, I don't know who's wrong, I'm not defending anybody. I don't know, what about you? No, no I totally agree. Alright, now... <laughs> The back catalog yeah, this week cool. went down for yeah. a little while. We're not really sure how long. It could have been a day. It could have been two days at most, uh, if anybody mm-hmm. noticed that. Uh, some, something happened with SoundCloud and they upped the price without notifying us, and so when our payment went through for the SoundCloud, uh, it wasn't the amount that they had upped it to, and so we, they, our catalog got uh, taken offline for, what, a couple of days or something. Um when I went back and saw it, I thought this was hilarious. It's a it said, it said uh, you're a bit over your account." And I go in to see how much I'm over, and we were over by 27,686 minutes <laughs> over the subscription. <laughs> That's that basically that tells you how mu- how much podcast is available for you not including last episode or this episode, bro. 27,686 minutes. That's pretty cool. <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's almost like we did this for 200 episodes soon. Almost. Almost like we did this for 200 episodes, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, what else do you have? Uh, that uh, we have I'm covered? seeing
2: right now, as far as the Mueller thing goes, it's over. Uh, House and tell okay. Democrats call for impeachment inquiry after after this, after the hearings. I'm seeing that uh, is happening right now. Nothing else. It doesn't seem like anything really super big else came out of this. Oh, one thing we didn't mention that I wanted to mention from the stuff that I saw of the hearing, he didn't talk about WikiLeaks basically at all. And the reason he gave was ongoing investigations. Is that where you were to understand from? Right, yes. But the investigation into WikiLeaks has to do with 2011 right mm-hmm. mm-hmm so did he just reveal their sealed unrevealed documents or unrevealed charges for the 2016 stuff just by saying he can't talk about it maybe does that make sense to you right because yeah if it was just the charges from 2011 those don't have anything to do with this Russia inquiry so it shouldn't affect whether he can talk about WikiLeaks or not. The only way it would it would be affected is if, if there were some kind of charges involved with the 2016 stuff. Uh, yeah, they did say they were investigating the Steele dossier the FBI was as far as its connection to the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton as well. The FBI is investigating that, so maybe that has to do with WikiLeaks and maybe that's what he was talking about.
0: Hmm. But I think that's interesting.
2: Mean. If if that yeah, does, if it does come out that weird. they're going to charge Julian Assange anything from two thousand sixteen, Mueller just blew it in this in this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I.
3: That's very... Oh, I'm not sure. Is that good news though?
2: What, did he blew it? No. It's not good news. Obviously, uh, like we've said in the past, uh, it would be an attack on the freedom of speech and the freedom of the press. So, no. If they do do something like that. But, like I said, this could have to do with the investigation into the Steele dossier and that having to do with WikiLeaks somehow that we don't know about how it's connected. But just by him saying he can't talk about WikiLeaks, really, because of ongoing investigations... Most people would go, oh, yeah, that that has to do with the stuff, the Julian Assange stuff. But the Julian Assange stuff is only for 2011. Has nothing to do with what they were talking about in this uh, testimony. So it w- shouldn't have anything to do with it, but he said it did. Makes me think otherwise, right? So something's mm. being hidden for sure there. Uh, and as far as the Steele dossier stuff, that's that should be really interesting. Which, of course, as most people know it, the PP dossier.
3: Yes. That doesn't exist.
2: Well, it exists. It The thing that people don't understand about it, it, it was brought on, it was paid for by the Democratic uh, National Committee, and even before that, it was paid for by, like, Jeb Bush. And then right. uh, they they pushed it off onto this thing called Fusion GPS to try to kind of uh, distance themselves from it, but they were still paying for it. And so the question is whether since Steele is a foreign uh, spy and he was getting information from Russians that means the DNC was getting uh, information about Trump from a foreign spy from a f- from foreign intelligence people which is basically the exact same thing as they're accusing Trump of right and so <laughs> uh, this whole investigation in the Steele oh. dossier could turn out a big flip flop on everything we're hearing here I mean, the one mm. thing about the WikiLeaks thing that I got from that whole thing is the one thing that Democrats and Republicans totally agree on is internet censorship, bro. They're, they both mm. love it. <laughs> They're both for it.
3: Yeah. It's sad. It's a sad, sad situation. Well, I think that's it. Uh, next week, uh, we will talk about what look.
2: Uh, next week we're gonna do news of the week. I'm sure we'll talk uh, about uh, Boris Johnson probably getting in, uh, getting put in there and uh, what happens mm-hmm. in his first week in office. Right? Um, the loudest voice episode five. Yeah. The boy two. What I is this? I don't remember the boy one. I don't. I don't. Don't remember that either. I don't know. It's it sounds like a horror movie to me. What do you think?
3: I think it's a horror movie as well. I have no clue. Uh, we will tell you uh, what movie uh, won the movie bet. Uh, um, I'm going to guess it's The Lion King. I will. I, once Upon a Time in Hollywood will never reach 191 million. Yeah, it doesn't not have
2: good. like the. It doesn't have the connectability to kids and like <laughs> a, a family. It doesn't have the. It's not going to get the family audience, and that's where all the money comes from. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we we'll, we can pretty much call it right now here and say that for a one, but we're not going to go into what his bet was going to be till next week. So. Yeah, but uh,
3: then we will also talk about Uran Uranus. Unarius. Unarius. Academy of
2: Science. What the fuck is the Academy of Science, Luke? It says here, uh, it's a non-profit organization founded in Los, Van- Los Angeles, California. Uh, the organization purports to advance a new interdimensional science of life based upon fourth dimension physics principles. Mm-hmm. It's an alien cult, bro. So That's
3: what it is. <laughs> it's an alien cult. Just in time for Area Fifty One. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Oh, it's so sad. It's canceled. I've heard rumors.
2: Yeah, They're I've options. heard that too. I think uh... it just everybody realized it was, it was a joke. But it got the joke went too far. It's a <laughs> little it, like uh, subscribe to PewDiePie. Uh, the joke went too far, yes. and then it was over. Right. So.
3: Yeah is still playing Minecraft.
2: When is he going to quit? Oh, have you seen the Cold Ones podcast with him? Yes, he talks about it on there and says why he does it. Yeah, so. Mm Hmm. Yeah, I I liked his.
3: I liked the. I never see seen that podcast before.
2: Actually, I know I've sent you stuff from uh, anything for views on like just privately sent stuff from him before that was just comedy videos he's, he's, it, he's funny but he's very it's raunchy raunchy humor
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: yes okay uh,
3: next week I will also maybe tell you about the new podcast that's on the horizon but uh, if you want to listen to me on uh, another platform go to that wrestling show where we have episode 400 coming up this uh, Friday. That's so, right. A big celebration.
1: Yep. Yeah.
3: This Friday, episode 400. Woohoo. Yeah. Maybe I will do the woo-hoos just for that show. No. No, that's another digital system gimmick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Can't steal. Can't steal from myself, can I?
1: How, Dang, is
3: yeah, I don't think you can steal from steal yourself. From yourself? No.
2: Oh, okay. But nobody would get the uh, joke on that podcast. Is the problem, joke. right?
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, from United States, his name is Luke. My name is Fro, and I'm still from Norway.
2: Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.
0: Goodbye, citizen.